This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome in to another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WYRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program. Well, tonight is round number two for the five and six A's in high school football. And boy, do we have a great game coming up at 6.30. Well, coverage gets a little bit after 6.30 here on 98.9 WYRZ as the Avon Orioles travel to Ben Davis to take on the Giants. That's a rematch of last year's sectional championship, which we had right here for you. Avon was victorious, and they're looking to make it two in a row. Out in Plainfield, there's also a sectional championship going on as the Quakers will take on the Zionsville Eagles. Plainfield was victorious last week over Indianapolis Tech High School, and as we said, this year we'll take uh, this week we'll take on the visiting Eagles. So on the program today, we're going to get you ready for those two big games. Yeah, we got uh, not one, not two, and if you head out to Danville, we've got three Hendricks County schools 
in the sectional championships tonight should be a very exciting evening and we will get you ready for all of it with their conversations with two of those head coaches the Avon Orioles Mark Bless and the Plainfield Quakers Brian Woodard talking about their big wins last week and looking ahead to tonight's games we'll get you started with Brian Woodard the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers here's that conversation coach how's it going I'm doing great yourself Rob doing just great big win on Friday night gotta be very pleased with the way your team plays you know, it's time of year it's it's uh, survive and advance, you know, and, and uh, I think that's what we did. The the uh, our opponent we talked about again a couple of weeks ago was was one that we'd not faced before, and one that I thought was a lot better than than uh, what the record showed. And I thought Friday night uh, that that was evident. At times they were they were a tough tough team to handle, but at the end of the day, as I said just a moment ago, uh, we survive and advance. Yeah, you really throw the records out the window. There are no easy wins in the sectional. No, there's not, and, and you know it's going on the road to to Tech, a place we've not been before. You know that that you know those little things you know you don't think about much, but um, they do have an impact. And um, as I you know I, I told you, you know, Tech High School is one of my favorite places to go play because it's just an awesome place. Uh, but it's it's a different place, you know. So it's not the uh, it's not the suburban stadium that that everyone you know kids have become accustomed to. So there's you know a different. Uh, Different feel, different vibe there, um, and and I think uh, we came out and played really well early, you know. So that, that certainly wasn't wasn't an issue. The issue was that with eleven guys that were lining up for for Tech High School, they were pretty good at times. And uh, fortunately, we had a really good start, and uh, we're kind of able to weather the storm a little bit in the second half. And I didn't feel like we played as, as crisp and as sharp as I would have liked for us to. You know, is that one of the issues where you play the same basically nine teams every single year, and then in the second ones you get into a, a team you've never seen before at a place you've never been? It's just a different dynamic for the kids. Yeah, it can be. Yeah, and it, it can be kind of a, a neat thing too. You know, just you know, we talked before. You know, whatever, how many times we played Ron Collier over the past, you know, eleven, uh, eleven years, something silly like eighteen times. You know, we went on a streak there for. I think four or five years where we played them twice every year, so you kind of get tired of that. Oh, junior freshman, we have to play the same team again, you know. And that is good and bad, you know, because you're familiar with them, you know, which which is good, but they're also familiar with you. So, um, you know, I, I enjoy the opportunity to play someone new. But you're absolutely right; there are certain challenges that that come with that. Uh, take it through a couple of kids on on both sides of the ball. You felt played well. Well, uh, the, the Hands down, player of the game, you know, for us, I think just you know, big picture wise was Herschel Blankenship. Herschel's a defensive player for us. He's an outside linebacker. Um, kind of just had one of those um, do it all kind of nights. Had, had sacks, he had fumble recoveries, he had a scooping score for a touchdown. Uh, just was, um, you know, he, he, he played really, really well. And, uh, you know, I, just, I felt gave us a spark early. I think we said just a little bit ago, you know, kind of allowed us to kind of carry the, the second half. But I, I thought Herschel played um, really well. Um, we, had a, we had a lot of guys play really well um, defensively for us that, that had been, been playing well all year long. You know, Tech was a team that had game-breaking kind of speed, and, and we, you know, we held them um, to, you know, to basically under 200 yards of, of offense, which, which I thought was very good. And, uh, you know, so as I said, Herschel was, was the guy that, Kind of led that charge, but you know we we played well uh, all year long defensively. Um, you know, just minus a few little spots here there. But Bryce Biddle, um, one of our one of our senior defensive linemen, continues to play well. Um, 
And, you know, one kid I would mention Friday night that uh, didn't play a whole lot, uh, Tyler Marks, our senior inside linebacker, um, is, is more of an inside-the-box run player in the second half. Um, Tech was, was three by two, no back, and, and Tyler um, comes out in those those situations. And, you know, to me, the, the, the play of the game is, is how Tyler Marks handled that and um, just is there on the sidelines cheering his butt off for a sophomore, uh, Miller Nichols, who was playing his position inside. Miller's a little bit player in that, that kind of situation. And just what an awesome thing to see. Uh, one of your senior players, and quite possibly could have been his last game, um, you know, cheering on the, the sophomore that, that is out there, um, in, in essence, playing in the spot. I just, I thought those that 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 typifies what you have to have this time of year uh, to go and survive and win and, and, and advance on in the playoffs. Just a neat thing to see. You know, it's interesting. I was out at eight at a pike for the Avon game Friday. I was thinking how much sort of your season mirrors theirs a little bit from the standpoint of. Both now six and four, a little bit of a winning streak going on for for both of you now. It's got to be, uh, it's got you get to feel like this is really a good time, uh, obviously to be hitting the the winning way. Right, <clears throat> you know, interesting note. You know, that this this week, you know, this is the first time we had won two games, you know, in a in a row. It, it had been a while, you know, and um, that was good, you know, just to get over that hump of okay, you know, we can we can put successive weeks. Uh, back to back, and, and this is, um, you know, this this is the time of year. You know, you joke about it in the coaching ranks amongst amongst fellow head coaches. Of, you know, you never have to worry about a two game losing streak this time of year. You know, <laughs> it's only win streaks. You know, and, and you know we're happy to continue to put those put those back back to backs together, and hopefully win a sectional championship. Do you look at the results of Friday night, you say, okay, hey, Tri West eight and one, eight and one. Now nine and one. They're they're not playing anymore. Brown for eight and one. ACC champs. They're not playing anymore. But then you look at you guys, six and four. Avon six and four. You guys are now still playing, and it really does underscore that the regular season is is meaningless. Sure, and and it, it's just, and we've talked before. It's just there's it's two separate seasons. I think that's the, you know, that that's the big thing to understand. It's it's not that it, it lacks meaning. It's just different. Um, until there's a seeding process that goes along with the sectionals, which I'm in favor of, um, it, it really, it, it, it just, you know, like you said, it, it's just, it, it doesn't have any impact on the playoffs. It doesn't. Um, so, you know, I don't, I don't look really at, at those other teams. I mean, I, I feel bad for the seniors. I feel bad for the, the coaches that have worked really hard all year. But, you know, end of the day, you, you play who you play. And if, if you're not good enough to win, then you're not good enough to stay in the playoffs. You know, however you, you, you do that. And we've been on the losing end of that before. I mean, there were there have been years and years and years in this program over the past 20 years where we've been put out of the playoffs by the eventual state champion in the first round. My first year as head coach in 2006, one of our best teams in school history. Well, we just had to we, we got you know we had to play you know Cathedral. Uh, and in the sectional, and they go on to win the, the state championship. So those things are very difficult. But um, yeah, you know, some of my friends that, that are that are in the coaching profession that, that I, I always look at their score. You know, I, I do, I, I do have a, a, a feeling of empathy certainly for those guys. And, and hopefully, as I alluded to just a little bit ago, um, you know, maybe there'll be a time where we do see the sectional, and, and or maybe we see the entire class. I think there's a lot of a lot of possibilities in, in both of those. 
Well, let's talk about Friday night. Uh, you're going to be playing Zionsville. We saw Zionsville earlier this year against Brownsburg. Gave them a great game. I'm not surprised at all that Zionsville uh, won that game. A lot of people are. Your thoughts? Yeah, I, you know, it, it, I had not seen Zionsville before. I'd, I'd only seen Decatur Central. We knew who they were. And, um, very good football team, clearly. Um, Zionsville plays in, in a conference that obviously Avon plays in. Really good football teams. Um, every week, someone is you know you're facing Division One kind of talent. So you know I'm with you. I'm, I'm not surprised that, that they won. Um, you know, two teams that do know each other fairly well have a little bit of history there. You know, between those two programs at Decatur Central and Zionsville. So um, you know what I know is you know Zionsville is a is a whaleable football team. I mean, they are dynamic as can be on offense. And, I mean, they they score points. Um, like crazy, and, and I think are underrated on on defense. I think they they've got guys that can really play uh, when they put it all together and, and get on the same page because they're they're just a scary football team overall. And I know we're going to have our hands full preparing for them this week. You know, it's interesting uh, having seen all of these teams. To me, when I saw that score, I was pretty excited about that because I think at least matchup wise, I think you guys match up much better person for person than maybe Peter mm-hmm. Central. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think mean, I think mean, you're right. Um, you know, and also too, I think you know sometimes we just when we talked a little bit before about playing someone new. There's a little there's there's something you know neat about that. And you know the the big thing is we get to play at home. You know, and having home playoff games that's that's really important. And and to me, um, that was the thing I was most excited about. Obviously, us winning our game <laughs> number one. But then when I found out. Zionsville won that was the first, absolutely the first thing I thought of was great. Our kids get to play at home again, and that's that's critical this time of year. You know, it's been a rough couple of years for you guys, not because the teams weren't good, but the injuries mm-hmm. have just been so such a major factor every single year. Right. You've got a great team, you're healthy, and this is a team you match up pretty well against, as we said, player for player. What would a sectional championship mean to, to you and, and, to, and to the school? I think it would mean it would mean everything. Um, you know, I, I, I think you, you every year you uh, talk to your kids about what it takes to play championship caliber football and you try not to focus so much on winning. I mean, it can't just all be winning, 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 winning. It can't. It, it's because there's, you know, when you, when it doesn't happen, then, you know, you have to, you have to deal with the fallout of that, of what your, your kids look at and go, well, coach, you said if we, if we did all these things, we would win. Well, you know, that's not that's not the way school works. That's not the way life works, you know. Um, but what we try to focus on as much as we can is having a winning process and having a championship process. And it will just validate so much of, of, of that process that I think is one of the best around. We have uh, phenomenal support staff, phenomenal coaches, uh, all the pieces in place to, to play championship caliber football. And, and I know it would, it would mean a lot to our, our coaching staff. Certainly this is our – Sixth one we played in, and, and uh, you know it, it uh, you know it, it would feel really good to, to hold that trophy up at the end Friday night and, and be a be a national champion. Uh, I want to close with this. You mentioned it briefly, but expand on it if you would. Having this game at home, you know, sectionals are so much different because of the rules with the band and the, the PA mm-hmm. music and all those sort of things. How much does it how much does it mean to have the game at home, and is there still a sizable advantage playing this game at Plainfield? I think anytime you play at home in a, in a place that you're comfortable with, you practice there all week, um, 
just all of those things that go along with it. You don't have to take the bus trip, you know, just just all those things, just the, the normal the normal stuff. Uh, you know, you, you don't you don't have to deal with that, and, and you, you are you're familiar. And to me, it's routine is, is the big thing, and uh, it does mean a lot. And uh, you know, you're you're asking a group of guys that, that in, in the case of Zionsville, um, you know, they you know they travel all over the place, but they, they maybe they've not come here before. I don't know. You know, maybe they came here for a youth league football game or whatever. So you know, maybe it's a different surroundings for them. Um, I'm just excited to get a chance to play in front of our home fans. You know, they, they, they've been very supportive all year. And to me, uh, outside of routine and those kind of things, that's, that's the most important thing for, for us, for our team, and, and for our fans. All right, Coach, let's close as we always do. And I, I've got a really good feeling we're going to have a, another show next week. But uh, uh, let's close as we always do by thinking maybe somebody behind the scenes. Well, first off, I hope you're right with the show. And, uh, you know, we're, we're getting to that time of year. It's, it's hard to uh, – um, you start kind of running, running out of, out of folks to, to thank. But the group of people I want to talk about um, today is, is our, our all-star football coaches and our, our youth league. They are um, starting their their all-star season, and they are they're into that now, and um, they're rolling. And all of our all-star football players, uh, from third grade all the way up through sixth grade, uh, are wrapping up. I think the Monrovia tournament. So, uh, if any of those coaches or players, parents that are listening to the show. Um, good luck to you guys. I hope you have a great all-star season, and uh, we'll hope to see everybody again next fall. Coach, let's get a great win on Friday night, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. I appreciate it, Rob. Thanks so much. That was Brian Woodard, the head coach of the Plainfield Quakers, previewing tonight's sectional championship against the Zionsville Eagles. And that's what we're doing on the show today, getting you ready for high school football, which comes your way a little bit after 6.30, the Kevin Kersey Agency Game of the Week here on 98.9 FM WYRZ, as the Avon Orioles will be taking on the Ben Davis Giants for a sectional championship of their own. Join yours truly, Rob Kendall, along with the coach, Dave Shelbourne, the Hall of Famer and former Avon head football coach, will be bringing you all the play-by-play action from Ben Davis High School. But first, before we do that, we do want to play you our conversation with the head coach of the Avon Orioles, Mark Bless. Of course, they had a big win last week in round one of sectional action on the road at Pike, and uh, he'll talk a little bit about that, plus preview tonight's game against Ben Davis. Here's that conversation. Friday night, great performance by your team. you got to be very pleased at getting that round one win. Well, we are. We are. Um... You know, it was kind of different having a few weeks uh, to prepare for uh, the first round game. But uh, I, I was real proud of the way our players handled the, the change of routine. And I think uh, you know, we, we went into the game very locked in and focused. And I think the start of the game certainly uh, showed that. One of the things that you guys, when you're playing well, that you do well, is use that three-headed approach with, Fitzgerald and James and DePriest, and I thought all three of those guys played great on Friday night. Yeah, certainly. certainly. Um, you know, we wanted to be able to run the ball a little bit uh, to help set up the pass, and, uh, you know, we found out that we were pretty good running the ball with all three of the guys. I thought Samson played really well. Of course, uh, Brian Fitzgerald, uh, you know, he's dynamic. And Corey came in and did some good things for us as well. Um, you know, it's Probably the big bodies up front that did a great job of paving the way for them. Defensively, you got to be thrilled too because Pike came in, record not great, but a very good offense. And you guys really controlled the line of scrimmage and made some great plays in the secondary 
uh, that, that led to some points. Yeah, and one of the things we challenged our team, uh, both offensively and defensively, was control the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, defensively, up front, we've actually struggled throughout the year, and, and I thought that they uh, accepted the challenge very well. And I think our, our front six, front seven guys, including our D-line and linebackers, did a very nice job of controlling the line of scrimmage. Here, this is Mark Bless, head coach of the Avon Orioles. Coach, one of the things, obviously, that you got to look at is is playing the full uh, 48 minutes of football, and I felt like right up until the end when you kind of put some second-teamers in there, uh, that the, the guys played a pretty full football game, and that's got to be good news to your ears. Yeah, yeah, I thought we were very explosive at times offensively. Um, you know, we, we scored some big plays. Uh, you know, controlled the line scrimmage, as we said. Uh, I was able to run and pass the ball where we needed to, but some explosive plays. Uh, certainly, Grant Fitzgerald, big uh, six for about 80 yards, which was huge for us. He uh, certainly kept the momentum in our favor because they were on somewhat of a drive. And uh, Bryant just made a great play. Uh, going in half with, with a pretty comfortable lead, but you want your players not to be satisfied and come out and continue the explosive style of play. And I did the rainbow return and the opening kickoff in the second half, uh, 80, 90 yards, whatever it was. It's huge. And, and even throughout the game, I thought in the second half, we got in the red zone a couple times, misfired with a couple field goals. Uh, late in the game, came up empty from the score, which we really didn't need at the time. But it would have been nice for a young guy to get a score. Uh, but certainly, when you put some different bodies in the game, it's hard to keep the momentum established, alive and going, and especially with the athletes that Pike has on the field. So all in all, though, it was a good team victory. It was not good about the first-round results. Coach, one of the plays that stood out to me was you ran a stretch play to the, the right side to Fitzgerald, and he didn't get any yards, and this was down by the goal line. You ran the play maybe at the 10-yard line. He doesn't get any yards. The next play, you run the exact same play to the near side of the field for us in the booth, and he takes it in for a touchdown, and it just shows that if you guys stay with things, you have athletes that will make the plays happen. Well, that's true. That's true. And also, you know, when you look at, at running the stretch, for a lot of our plays, you know, a balance of numbers, and, um, you know, our guys believe in, in, in our system and our calls. And I think, you know, the second play dialed up probably gave us a little more advantage number-wise, uh, getting the edge. And, you know, like you said, I, I think our players are committed and they believe in what we do. And, um, you know, we, we stay true to ourselves and we do good things. Meisner did a great job of managing the game, and that's something he's done all year long, even in some of the losses. Um, he, he's a good manager of the game, and he's a good guy to have out there under center. Absolutely, absolutely. And he, he knows his role. He knows he doesn't have to be a superstar. Um, he, you know, he needs to be able to, to verbalize the play, make sure we're getting the right set, and we got the bodies in the right places, and take care of the ball. You know, get the ball to the playmakers. And he's certainly well capable of putting the ball down the field when we need it to. Um, but when he manages the game, he takes care of the ball and gets it lined up correctly. I look pretty good. Get our guest is Mark Bless, head coach of the Avon Orioles. Coach, let's talk about this Friday night. It's Avon. It's been Davis. 
two of the premier programs in the state of Indiana. First, let's just start there. It's always an exciting affair when you two uh, when you two great programs get together. It is, it is, and you know, it's a big challenge for us. Um, you know, last year the first time we played them, it could have went either way. Uh, had a chance, you know, to, of the rematch, and you know, with a more experienced, more seasoned team, uh, you know, our, our guys knew that it was a winnable game. Uh, this year, uh, the game, the first game, got away from us. Uh, you know, they're a very good team, very talented team. Uh, we had several miscues with uh, six turnovers, I believe it was. And to go in this time is how much better have we gotten from week two to the point we're at right now. And that's what we've made leaps and bounds. And, you know, it's a good opportunity for us to get a chance to redeem ourselves and also find out how much improvement have we made from week two to Friday night. Yeah, you mentioned that and, and and talked all season long that when you guys were three and four, that they're much better than the three and four team if you look at the teams they've lost to. You've run off three wins in a row now. It's clear you guys have a lot of momentum. We do. We do. And, you know, we we knew going into this season we were going to be young, uh, inexperienced in a lot of spots, and we knew it was going to be a process. And that, that was, you know, kind of the, the key words to our. our, our program this year, we're, you know, we're always chained together like a chain link, and we talked about embracing the process. And we knew the process was that we needed to get better week in, week out, gain the experience, to gain confidence, and, you know, try to play our best football game tournament time, and I think we have embraced the process, and the players have bought in to knowing that we had areas we needed to get better at, and I think, you know, for the most part, um, We've done that. We have shown weekly improvement. So we look forward to the opportunity ahead of us. Coach, uh, how do you deal with the team that you've played in the regular season? Do you just try to do better than what you did the, the first time, or do you change a lot of things up? Well, we enjoy that. We enjoy you know, facing good competition and you know, and having an opportunity to play them again. Um, you know, we, certainly we've grown with our offense, grown with our defense besides personnel, schematically as well. So, you know, some of the things that we have grown into being able to do, once we have figured out our team identity, that I, I think we've progressed. So there's a lot of things that will be similar that we did the, the first time, and hopefully some things that we've evolved into. Coach, you know, we've talked about this over the years, that Avon was always sort of that team that just couldn't quite get over the hump. You know, they were some great teams, and when they ran into Warren Central or Ben Davis, it was just they couldn't get over the hump. You guys did it last year. How much does that weigh on you this year that, hey, we've already done this. We've beat these guys before. Well, it certainly helps confidence level. Especially the guys that played on the field last year and, and were contributors to the victory last year. Um you know, it allows our other players to realize, you know, if we play and do the things that we need to do at a high level, that anything's capable. So I think we're confident level. I don't think we have that uh, afraid to compete like it used to have. So I think we're over the hump when, when it comes to competition. Coach, anything you try to switch up over this week? Like you said, you've seen these guys before, but are you really honed in on, hey, let's be the best Avon squad we can be and do what we've done all year? Well, yeah, a little bit of both, yes. You know, it, it, as I mentioned, the first game, we really felt like coming out of that game that our defense played a very good game. Now, we gave up 30, 38 points, but 
We had six turnovers that gave Jim Davis great field position, put our backs up against the wall. Um, so we feel so like that defensively. You know, we got to keep being, being sharp, being fine-tuned. They've evolved as an offense, and they've got some dangerous weapons. But, you know, all in all, we've got to try to do what we do very well. Is that really the silver lining in all this, coaches? You just say to your kids, "Hey, look, we turned the ball over six times, and if we just don't do that, even if it's just a, even if it's a three and out in the front and we play defense, we're right in this football game just by default." Yeah, it doesn't guarantee us, you know, a, a victory, uh, but it certainly helps the cause to to be having that be more competitive and giving giving us a chance to win the game. So when we turn the ball over six times. You kind of throw away any opportunities or any chances that you may have. Well, Coach, uh, we love you. It's been a phenomenal season. We want to keep it up. Remind everybody we will have the game not only on Audio Sports Online on Friday night, it'll also be on WYRZ 98.9. Coach, let's get a huge win on Friday night, and we'll talk to you next week. Awesome. Thank you so much, Rob. Appreciate all your work. That was Mark Bless, the head coach of the Avon Orioles, who uh, his squad in just a few moments will be taking on Ben Davis for the sectional championship. Before we uh, go uh, leave you today, we want to take a moment to again remind you about the games here in Hendricks County that are going on tonight. Still three schools left uh, in the uh, sectional championship tonight. Uh, we mentioned Danville to begin the broadcast. They are going to be at uh, Indianapolis Chittard. Of course, Indianapolis Chittard, the gold standard of Indiana high school football with those 13 state championships. Danville has very quietly had a great year this year. Now 9-2 and two under a first-year head coach Casey Woods, and they have uh, defeated Indianapolis Northwest and then won a great game <coughs> at Greencastle last week 21-14. to 14. So Danville on the road tonight at Bishop Chittard with a record of 9-2. and two. As we mentioned to begin the show, Plainfield, they are now 6-4 and four on the year, and they will play for the sectional championship tonight at home against Zionsville. And uh, there will be live streaming of that football game on audiosportsonline.com. On audiosportsonline.com, Lex Zorn will have the play-by-play of that one. And then, of course, as you just heard, coming up here in just a few moments, Avon traveling to Ben Davis to take on the Giants for the 6A sectional championship. So they've got it. We got it all this week. There's a 3A school in a sectional championship, Danville. You got a 4A, uh, 5A in uh, in Plainfield, and then you've got a 6A in Avon. So that is going to do it for us today. Hope you have a very safe and happy Friday and rest of your weekend. Don't forget if you missed any part of today's conversations with either uh, Plainfield head coach Brian Woodard or Avon's Mark Bless. You can check out a podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes now. Just search Central Indiana today. You can download the show right to your smartphone or tablet. Go back and listen anytime you want. We also have a podcast on our website, wyrz.org. Just click the Shows tab at the top of the page. Scroll down, find Central Indiana today. As always, the podcast, underwritten by McDonald's. That's going to do it for us today. Thanks so much for joining us. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. 
An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.